Hello, this is Lisa LaRose, and I'm joined by the awesome Michael J. Russ here on Connect to Love on PRN-FM, and we're so excited that you are joining us today. We are going to delve into one of our absolutely favorite subjects, which is frequency and vibration and alchemy and how that can be changed. And, you know, when I was in college, um, this is going to date me most definitely, but there was an album by the police uh, called Synchronicity. And one of the the singles from that, um, I, I had to... I sort of revisited the lyrics. You know, it starts out another suburban family morning, grandmother screaming at the wall. We have to shout above the din of our Rice Krispies. We can't hear anything at all. And But many miles away, something crawls from the slime at the bottom of a dark Scottish lake. And, you know, I was sort of laughing about that because here we are, you know, each in our own place in the world. And, you know, it's no longer just a din of Rice Krispies. There's a a din of newscasts that are are sort of blocking us from our greatness. And, you know, I I thought it would be such a, a fun topic to explore, you know, how do you transcend that din? And who, you know, who knows what it is that's crawling from uh, that dark Scottish lake. So without further ado, I would love to welcome Michael J. Russ, uh, founder of Life Moves Podcast. Welcome, Michael. How are you? I am awesome. (laughs) I am awesome. I'm using the Michael J. Russ awesome um, to go across my chest. I'm absolutely awesome. Thank you. Feeling very blessed today. Yeah. Yeah, feeling Excellent. very well. Excellent. Uh, yeah, you know, but it was it was so interesting because I think up until the time I was in college and I went to a, a, a dorm party, I had never really thought about that word synchronicity. Um, you know, it, it was coined by Carl Jung to be an uncanny coincidence or unlikely occurrence of parallel events, whether it be that we see repeating numbers or we think about something before it happens in real life or, you know, you get in your car and, you know, you turn on and there's a song playing exactly what you're thinking, you know, or you dream about something and then you see it. You know, synchronicity, I think, is very much related to vibration and frequency. And, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I'd love to, to sort of get your insights and how synchronicity has been at play in your life and, and how you utilize uh, what you tune into in, in the vibrational realm uh, to transmute what's going on through the, the process of alchemy to really shift and bring in what it is that you want in your life. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Great, great topic. What I would first say is that I think each one of us and all of our listeners, anybody who ever listens to this program, anybody out there, can really, if they give it deeper thought, they can take themselves back to a point in their lives or the various points in their lives, um, those synchronous moments where they were catapulted in a new direction, where those moments became the catalyst for where they are today. Um, I know in my career, I know the exact moment where everything changed for me. I know um, relationship-wise when things changed for me. Um, And, you know, it's it's always neat to go back and and revisit uh, mentally that point in time and express your gratitude, of course, for, uh, for having had that moment, that synchronous moment. Uh, when mm-hmm. either you one thing happened and you were uh, vibrating at the right frequency and and you would, you basically attracted that that situation that circumstance that person whatever that event uh, into your life in that particular moment um, I I've always uh, had uh, uh, in my view thought that there were markers that we have markers in our life. Um, people who come into our lives at certain points in time uh, to help shift our direction or give us clarity or uh, in some way um, people who were meant who were meant to connect with and mm-hmm. some of it is um, and it's and we consider it synchronicity or coincidence or uh, accident or whatever uh, however 
metaphysically, it's more fun to and more expansive in terms of thinking and enlightenment to perceive it as something stronger than that, something greater than that, something bigger. And uh, it's, it's so much fun uh, to not only do that, but to look back on it and say, okay, and then be, of course, alert to those things today to say, okay, I'm reinventing myself, my life, and here are my new sets of intentions and goals and dreams. And then be on the lookout for uh, the markers and the catalysts, those synchronous moments that, that bring the situations or circumstances into effect and people into effect uh, in your life that, can, that really are there to help you achieve that as well. Um, it's, a, it's a magical thing. It's an absolutely magical thing to look back on. I like to say, it's funny because my mother just left her after a month and uh, staying with us, and uh, she's a real sweetheart, and everybody loves her who meets her. And the wonderful thing about her that I'm always thankful for, and I'm going to sit down here and, and uh, write a note to her and, and, and mail it back to her to let her know this, is that is how grateful I actually am for the decisions that were made to put us in places around the world, to take us, to have us live in places uh, that uh, were, you know, backwards behind the times by a hundred years from where, you know, we came from. So I could get that contrast early on in my childhood, mm-hmm. uh, the contrast between rich and poor, between, uh, I mean, extreme poverty and being able to, you know, go get anything you want at the store, you know, um, and uh, being able to, get on a plane and leave your circumstances. Some people don't have that capability at this particular point. And what, what, I'm, what I'm coming to here is that I personally have had many synchronous moments um, where I am right now after 38 years, the, the career, I, I, career path I have uh, that I've enjoyed for 38 years was all occurred because of a, a, a seemingly synchronous moment of walking out of where I was working and looking to the right instead of looking to the left like I did every day. I'd come out and just turn left. In a crowd of people, a crowd of people I, I, I walked out into, the, into a 5 o'clock rush hour of people um, and stood there for a moment and took, tilted my head to the right and looked about, I'd say, probably about 100 feet and caught wind of a guy and he, that I used to know, used to work with, and he caught my eye, and he said, whoa, he yelled across through, I don't know, what a dozen people, Michael, and I, and I said, Bill? And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and we ran towards each other and gave each other big hugs, and he told me that somebody was back in town that I hadn't seen in two years, two, two and a half years, three years, I think. And, and his giving me his number to reconnect with uh, somebody else I'd worked with uh, in him in the same business led me to where I am today, led me to a 38-year wow. career, you know, kind of opened up basically the sky's the limit on what I could do and what I could be. My time's my own. Most amazing thing. And I got the opportunity to help uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of people. Um, and uh, people who I had a client pass away the other day um, who I dealt with for 37 years. And uh, it's nice to go that length of time with someone taking care of them and making sure that they're in, you know, good stead and uh, mm-hmm. get, having their trust. This is a woman who used to say, Michael, I love you like a son. I love you like oh, a son. Oh, that's so you know? beautiful. And it's so, it's so wonderful uh, to have that kind of, um, uh, can I say that those feelings come from somebody that you that you really care about and that you develop that trust and confidence in the relationship, which, you know, you, you, you think you're doing something for one reason and Mm -hmm. really it turns out there are three other reasons why you're doing it that you don't even think about that have nothing to do with either money or career or whatever. It's you're, you're, you're there to, uh, you, you turn into the confidant, you turn into somebody who, um, who, who they, um, they can communicate with differently than they can communicate with their family. Uh, they're living alone and you're a lifeline to them, a connection when something happens and they, they call you. And it's really interesting. 
Um, I've, I've discovered that what I've been for 38 years is, uh, is a, uh, uh, someone who helps other people um, who takes stress off of them. Someone who helps other people relax and, and, and be comfortable that's with their lives. That's a beautiful gift to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that, and that's and and, and um, I talked to a friend of mine the other day who's a server, and he's a very happy-go-lucky guy. And uh, I said, you know, you're you're in the best job ever if you're loving what you're doing. You're being of service to people. You're being a ray of sunshine in their day. You don't know what's going on with them. They come, they sit down, um, they order a drink, they order a meal. Uh, you bring a ray of sunshine to their lives and help them feel good about themselves and where they are. That's what you do. That's, that's, you're not a waiter. <laughs> you're a giver of sunshine, baby. That's what you, that's what you are. You, that's the way you have to look that's at beautiful. it. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you put a smile on your face and, and you don't know where they're coming from. And it's funny because I thought about this just yesterday. Uh, one of one of the themes in my life is to, and I encourage other people, and especially our listeners, to to develop this theme of life as well as one of their running themes, and that is, leave people better than you found them. Leave people 100%. better than 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 you found them, and when you when you have that that um, operating system, so to speak, where you're operating from kindness and compassion and empathy and love, you do leave people. You seek opportunities to leave people better than. Uh, they were before you, you encountered them. Whether they be friends, their families, perfect strangers, it's wonderful. I love leaving perfect strangers uh, better than, than, uh, than I uh, than went before I encountered them. And uh, in some way, um, and I just did it yesterday. I was up in the Sky Lounge. I was in the Sky Lounge uh, at uh, a Delta Sky Lounge in Atlanta Airport. And I was sitting there an hour and a half layover after I put my mother on a plane and I was going to be flying back home. And there was, a, there was a young lady who had earlier, when my mother and I sat down, uh, I needed someone to kind of clean the table that we were sitting at in the Sky, in the sky Club. And this young black woman came over. Uh, she, was, she was serving that people running around and, and uh, cleaning up tables and, and things of that nature and, and making sure people know where things are. And, and she was a, a lovely young woman. I'm sure somewhere in her 20s, I didn't ask. Uh, however... I could sense that she had a good heart, and she came over, and uh, she said, oh, let me get that for you, and she took care of it, and I left with my mother, and then I came back, because my plane was going to be leaving an hour and a half later, as I said, and I, I sat down and uh, took out my tablet, and I was going to finish up, uh, I was finishing up a journal uh, that I was going to publish, uh, hopefully that evening, didn't turn out to be today, <laughs> before the show, but um, due to some other hitch, hitches in the giddy up, but she was somebody who was very nice, and and. I didn't have a card. I've given away three of my podcast cards. I, I'm <laughs> trying to get my mother out in, 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 in attempting to get my mother out of here on time and getting done with my work and getting to the airport. I had forgotten to put, I usually carry like at least 10 or 15 podcast cards because I run into people and I, and I share them with them and I didn't have one. So I wrote on the napkin, I wrote the name of my life moves podcast, Michael J. Russ. And I said, uh, before I left, uh, she came by, uh, she was walking by. I said, excuse me. She says, yes. I said, um, she came over to the table and I said, here, I, I want to give this to you. Uh, and it, I want you to know something. And she looks me in the eye and I said, you can be anything you want to be in life. Anything. I said, life is, life is, the game of life is played in the five inches between your ears, what you think is possible and what's not. And uh, don't forget that. And here's a podcast that will show you exactly how to do that. And she goes, oh, Shai, did you listen to podcasts? She goes, yeah, I listen to podcasts while I'm working. She has an earbud in her ear, and she listens to podcasts while she's going That's around awesome. and, you know, taking care of things. And she says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go download it right now. And I said, okay. <laughs> and I said, That's I great. Said, remember, remember what I said? And she says, oh, yeah. And uh, so I, and then I, I had to leave. Um, and... Uh, it just it, and, and even getting on the plane with the, the people who uh, the uh, the flight attendants same thing I stand there with them when I come on the plane for a couple of moments and I watch you know ten people go by and I'm you know jovial with them and because I know people who serve other people generally um, don't get the respect that they really deserve 
right. and they're doing something that they love, yet they have to deal with other people's grief and madness and sadness and anger and all that generally. Uh, so it, I want to be the, the, the ray of sunshine for them that they remember that helps them get through their day uh, with more levity and, uh, yeah. and better feelings, you know, to shift the whole, um, transmute whatever it was that they were dealing with uh, before the, the previous flight or whatever, and, and flight attendants have been dealing with a lot. Uh, and uh, my ex-wife is a, is a, was a flight attendant, now a purser for a major European airline. And uh, so I've done a lot of flying, and I've done a lot of uh, hanging out with flight attendants, and I've heard more stories than I care, <laughs> more sad oh, I stories, and weird stories, and, you know, I mean, and people who just don't treat them with any, any sense of respect whatsoever. Somehow when you right. pay money to somebody to do something, uh, you think that they're there on your beck and call, and, and they should bend over backwards eight ways to Sunday to, to make sure that your bad attitude is placated. And I'm like, you know what? Let it go. Um, right. These people, these people are doing what they love. And mm-hmm. what you need to do is give love back to them. And so anyway, that's, that's my little yeah. catalyst. I'd like to know if you have a specific moment where a synchronous moment that kind of shifted and changed things for you. I know you've got tons of them. Oh, so, so many, Michael. But when, you know, when you were taught, you were speaking about catching somebody out of the corner of your eye, I thought about that Gwyneth Paltrow movie, Sliding Doors. And for our listeners who never saw the movie, it's it's really a must-see. It's her life in two different ways. One where she made the train and the other where she missed the train. Oh yeah. And yeah, for yeah. me it was such a poignant film because you know no matter what was whether she made the train or missed the train I don't want to be the spoiler alert but at the end of the movie she was still at a beautiful point. And when you were speaking there was there was a greeting card and you talk about synchronicities and you know you think about how things touch your heart and it was a, a, mm-hmm. a greeting card by Flavia and I was when I was in uh, school I, I was loved going and losing myself in greeting cards because of the messages and sometimes I'd be <laughs> laughing out loud some of them would be really funny and then some of them would just touch me and Flavia wrote really uh, frilly sort of beautiful cards but she said you know some people come into our lives and quickly go some stay for a while, leave footprints on our hearts, and we are never, ever mm-hmm. the same. And I think mm-hmm. that what you're doing, Michael, that's exactly what you're, you know, you're leaving and impacting these people. You're touching their hearts, and you may not recognize what it is that you gift them or where they're going to take it because you, you do it without thinking and you just you let it go. And whatever they take that little nugget of wisdom or the gift of the kind words, um, you, you just, you never know what it is that it will transform somebody. And, you know, I think back into, you know, the, the days back when I was actually had a J-O-B job and worked for somebody and uh, <laughs> my boss got promoted. And um, this is one of those sliding door moments, you know, and his, his job went up for, um, you know, we, you know, had an opportunity to interview for it. So when I interviewed for the job, I um, was told that I, you know, thank you for interviewing, but we don't think you're management material. And I thought, well, that's, you know, that's pretty interesting. And I, and I had to really question. I thought, well, you know, I think I have these skills and I think I have these qualities. And, and what is it that they're not seeing in me that I see in myself? And so mm-hmm. I went to the, actually the owner of the company and I said, you know, I have to be honest with you. Um, where do you see me? Where do you envision mm. me in this culture? Um, you know, or do you just see me in the same job? Because I'll tell you, if, if you don't see me somewhere else, I won't be here in six months. Because for me, I knew I had more value than that. And so I did. I, I ended up quitting and I started my own business. I didn't make very much money the first year. I made like $16,000. I didn't know 
how I was going to pay my rent, like my, my mortgage and some of the other things that I was, you know, my bills. But it always, everything sort of worked out. And, and, and I think about, you know, the kindness that I extended to individuals and they, they found out that I was, had opened up my own business and they said, oh, you know what, I know somebody who can use your service and I know somebody who can, mm-hmm. you know, help you. And I, I, like you, Michael, I have kept those clients for over 26 years. And, you yeah. know, I enjoy, they're actually part of my family. I, I sort of fired some of the people that I no longer enjoyed working with. Um, right. But, you know, I, I think about, you know, all of the different things that sort of happened and led up to that moment and, you know, all the synchronicities and, you know, meeting different individuals. I, I you know, seemingly met a young lady who, you know, had a baby and she had done the same thing. She quit and she started and, you know, just being able to have that chance meeting and the words of encouragement and, you know, like, well, why are you working for somebody else? You're talented. You can do this. And really it was those words that she gifted me that made me empowered enough to think, well, you know what? You know, I, I think I can do this. I, you know, I can think, I don't know how it's really going to happen, but um, I, I'm going to do it. And at the time, I, you know, I started a, a graphic design and, and marketing company. I didn't even own a computer, <laughs> which sounds even really ludicrous to a lot of people, but I didn't have the money to afford it. I had lots of expenses. So I would go to, at the time it was Kinko's, and I would, after midnight, the computers were half off, and I could sit there and I could design. They had all the software. I didn't have to invest anything. Until I got to the point where I was able to to start my business, and but you know I look back on the energy of those words. Um, you know, we don't think you're management material, and at that point, you know, I could have <laughs> chosen a, a lower vibration. But I, it was really, it was the best gift anybody could have ever given me because my father was an entrepreneur. My grandparents were both entrepreneurs on both sides of the family, and. You know, somewhere in my blood, you know, I, I had I had that knowledge and uh, that I could do it, no matter what, no matter what it was that was going to come down the pike. And you know, you you think about you know where you you uh, the the beliefs that we have about ourselves, and and I like you, you know, was really grateful to my mother because she never thought that I couldn't do you know there wasn't anything that I couldn't do. And so I was really gifted with that. It was amazing. You know, she used to say, you know, be like a butterfly, you know, spread your wings and, and soar. And I, you know, she's passed on, but I have her cards and I, I read them very often. And um, several, I don't remember what year it was, but we had, there was a uh, an intuitive and who encouraged you to find a buddy. And for a period of a month, you would write that buddy an unexpected email uh, once a day sharing what you appreciated about them. And I Hmm. still have those emails and I read through them about what it was that my mother saw in me. And it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, you talk about, you talk about a gift and, and uh, it was, you know, it really, so many times, you know, her words were just what I needed. And, you know, so you, you do that for strangers. You do that for people that you know in your life. And, and I really love how you, you know, you talked about that, you know, you catch somebody out of the corner of your eye. Now, when you had that chance, chance encounter, um, you know, you almost have a feeling, you almost feel an energy pulling you towards that person. I mean, did you sort of experience that uh, when you, you know, you caught them out of the corner of your eye? You know, it's really strange that uh, um, that you know I've relived that that particular moment many times, and in gratitude because it, it changed. I was I was you know, managing a, a shoe store, um, making like nineteen thousand dollars a year, working eighty hours a week, hiring and firing and training, and I was mean, just you know it was one of those things that great experiences for me, <clears throat> in in that in that. But it was time to you know think. Um, long farther out than that, I didn't see myself mm-hmm. there uh, in in uh, in six months, let alone uh, 38 years later. But <clears throat> when I looked at when I actually 
turn my head and look to the right. It's just really odd how it's almost like I had somebody tapping me on my shoulder going, hey, look this way, you know, uh, stop for a second. And, and you know, it, it's really interesting how um, uh, I, I, I feel that I'm guided by angels, that I have angels that are always around me doing things, saying things to me. I'm very open to it. I ask for help all the time. Uh, and uh, if you were to... Uh, see me walking down the street or whatever I was doing or playing drums on stage or singing or doing whatever, you'd probably never think that I do that. Um, it's really kind of unique. Uh, I, for, for, for that moment, it was, <clears throat> I, I, I can't think of any other moment that in my, my, my life that had such uh, a, an impact on mm-hmm. my future. Now, all it laid out for me was a choice. It, gave, it laid out right. an opportunity. Whether or not I took that opportunity or not, totally, you know, uh, it, it, was, it's, it was totally up to me. It didn't like all of a sudden just lay out everything for me and I just, you know, walk through it. I had to make serious commitments and decisions and commitments which had, you know, consequences. And uh, I knew what those consequences would be and I had to, you know, walk through uh, um, some 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 educational uh, uh, situations for I had to educate myself over a six month period of time and take it an incredibly uh, uh, challenging seven six hour exam um, in order to become licensed to do what I do and the bottom line is there's always something that you have to commit to and so the most beautiful thing is that. Once the once the, the 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 synchronicity occurs, you have decisions, you have choices that you make um, based mm-hmm. on that. And you have a way you, you can perceive it any way that you want, and uh, whether it's an opportunity to uh, change your life in whatever way it may be, relationship-wise or work uh, career path, uh, right livelihood, however you'd like to refer to it, uh, or whether it's a place to live. Uh, uh, location geographically in the world there are things that will happen in your life and they seem like again coincidences at the moment but they're simply just opportunities placed in your path that can help you move to another level of conscious awareness if you perceive them that way if -hmm. you approach them from that standpoint and say what can I how can this help me improve myself as an individual what can I do what can I learn what opportunities will this open for me to, to be of service to others or to give uh, to other people uh, to enhance my life, enhance my prosperity, my abundance as well while I'm helping other people? What can, I, what, what can it do for me? And you start looking at it from that standpoint. I know career opportunities, most people think, oh, yeah, so, okay, is there more money make? Is there more money there or is there more money here? Um, I've known people who've taken less money and had, and, and had a much, much more fruitful experience. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not about the money. Uh, the money sometimes can all it can do it can bring on uh, stress, pressure, and consequences that have you making more decisions and uh, than you really want to be making. Uh, that it basically put you in a uh, in a sort of a mental purgatory, so to speak, where your perceptions of what you do and the people you encounter uh, are always negative, and thus all your feelings in our conversations are negative and your outcomes are negative. And so it's, it's, for me, it was a very wonderful, um, it led to a wonderful turn of events over time and uh, gave me, has, you know, opened many, many doors of opportunity uh, for me to grow as an individual. It was probably, it led to, it, I, I told a couple of shows ago how I was shy and operating under a thought virus of, you know, college education, not, not having a college degree going to what I call two and three quarter years of school uh, of higher education. Um, however, what I say after that is, however, I've lived, I've lived in, in three countries. I spent seven years in three countries living when I was a kid. That, that will, and I grew up very quickly. I was doing right. things at seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, and 13, 14 years of age that parents today would, wouldn't allow their kids out of the house to do. It's like, Mm -hmm. but it's not that it wasn't anything dangerous. It was just the amount of freedom that I had as, uh, as a, um, you know, in, in middle school and high school was just unbelievable. Um, 
that you know to in, in places that people would today consider to be dangerous um, they weren't dangerous technically that's a misnomer when it comes to thinking about places in the world the that thought virus was the was this the looking to the right instead of turning left and moving it it led to a whole host of of growth for me personally when I decided to move and 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 decide to move in a different direction as a result of that of that uh, of that seeming coincidence um, it, it's just amazing um, that I'm the guy I am today because I looked right instead of left and I made choices right. and decisions along the way based on that it's just, you, it's mind-boggling you can go back and you can you can dissect it 1800 different ways uh, look at the ways that you grew, um, the lat, the breadth, and and you know latitude. It's just amazing that that uh, that's the case. And I'm writing books today, and I'm on this podcast, and I do my own podcast as a result of that, of the personal growth mm-hmm. I had, the decisions I needed to make. So it's like this huge, like jumping off a a, a, a waterfall, and then you know that's thousand feet high and and you just have to you know work your way fly to the bottom figure out how to fly in and make a soft landing <laughs> so you know one was, thing I'd like to to interject here real quick Michael because I'd love to hear your insights on the emotions tied to this because you know as a manager as a young a young man a manager of a shoe store you had even though you're working a lot um, you had a pretty good gig. I mean, that you know, a lot of people respected you. I mean, it's a lot of responsibility. So when you meet somebody and they say, "Hey, you know, I have this opportunity, and you know, you're going to have to study this, and you're going to have to say that," a lot of people would have said, "You know, that's you know, not not for me. Too much hassle. You know, I got this really True. secure job here." I agree. How I agree. you know, in internally, did you sort of invite the experience? How how do you process? you know, go past the fear state or whatever it was. I'd love for you to share with the audience, you know, being a young man who had, you know, a, a secure job with that was very respectable. You well, know, very, I'm sure a lot of people admired you for achieving that. Interestingly enough, I did a podcast about this sometime in the past year. And <clears throat> what, we, what we do when we have opportunities, um, you have to focus on not the mountain, but the steps you need to take on the path up the mountain. If we look at the mountain and we go, oh, that's, that's too tall. That's Everest. Oh, that's just, that's, I'll never make it there. You know, you, your mind starts going, how am I ever going to, um, to, to, to get there? You know, there's so many different little steps. And my answer to your question is focus on one step at a time. Break it down into something uh, that, to the little tiny successes that you make, putting one foot in front of the other, and eventually you get there. And you, you can deal with the little steps, the little things. Um, and uh, uh, if, if, if you lose a job and you've got to find a new one, uh, instead of becoming overwhelmed by the fact that you don't know where your next paycheck is going to come from, uh, you do the little steps one after another that, that help you get another job. You register yourself on Indeed now and ZipRecruiter and uh, LinkedIn, you start putting the words out, um, listening, you put it together a resume. You do these things, these little tiny things that you can succeed at. Um, putting together a, a good resume is a success. You've got to see that as a successful step and be able to be grateful that you've done it. Sleep well that night because you've, you've accomplished step whatever, one or ten, whatever it is that you, uh, or step 100 that you did. The, the, the exam, I studied... Um, I would work a, a, a t- close to a 12-hour day, and then I would come home and study for three hours every single day. And wow. I might take I might take a Saturday unhealthy. off or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> and I had I had uh, and the material I was studying was really interestingly enough. Um, I had to break that down to to, to the macro version of what it was. Uh, if you got a two-inch thick book and you need to learn what's in the book, you have to take it one page at a time. And you learn one page at a time. Before you know it, you, you, you know the material in the book and you can kind of put it together. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a macro. I, I like to see the macro picture first and then break it down. That's the way I work. That's the way I operate. Tell me, mm-hmm. what's the end result you're looking for? You know, that's the big question I ask people. Say, I mean, you do this thing. What's the end result? What's the goal here? 
is to do to be this to do that okay let's go backwards now let's work backwards on it and um i play golf the same way i have a, a score in my mind that i'd like to shoot that day and then i i i take it one step at a time one shot at a time one overcoming of a mistake at a time everything you know you just that's what you do and then you get to the end and you go wow i shot that great score you know it wasn't exactly what i was looking for but hey that's pretty good because you you <laughs> didn't great. get you didn't get messed up you didn't well doesn't always happen like that but you know i mean the the point is that it's a function of where your focus is and your attention is and the 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 macro picture the big picture can generally be scary um because you because it 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 creates this mindset of how you get get you get involved in the how and and the how is an important that's the least important thing what really is important is what what do i do mm-hmm. what's the first thing i can do to move in that direction sometimes it's picking up the phone and attempting to to get a sit down with somebody who is doing what you want to do and picking their brain buying them lunch buy them a cup of coffee or tea or whatever it might be uh, people are more gracious uh, if someone called me and said hey thinking about doing what you have been doing for a long time and 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 or I'm thinking about sales and I'd like to kind of pick your brain about it and I would sit down with them and I would I you know pour out my brain in terms of answering questions that they had and kind of give them a, a picture of what they're looking at and uh, at the same time it would be kind of assessing uh, where their fears were and uh, and specifically kind of addressing those fears with some inspiration and some some uh, kinds of uh, tools um, and that can help some enlightenment that can help them move past that fear because there's going to be mm-hmm. fear everywhere uh, and Absolutely. so yeah that's 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 kind of it man you got it you 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 will get to the top of the mountain if you simply focus on one putting one foot in front of the other. And I get up in the morning and I do the same thing, one foot in front of the other. Now keep in mind that I haven't had a, a steady or let's put it this way a guaranteed paycheck in 38 years. No no paycheck. If I don't work this month, I won't have a paycheck in the, end of the month. I have to do something every day to forward myself. Most people mm-hmm. that would drive them crazy because there's no end. There's no end to it. You have no guarantee um, of success, right? Except no, you have no guarantee of, for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right, no guarantee of success. I get up. This is the beginning of the month. I don't know. I, you know, I've had my mother. I've enjoyed her for a month, and I, I I put a little time into what I do, and I then I stop that and I focus on mom and go do some things and have some fun, and then the next day I do the same thing, and you know interestingly enough it all works out it always does and it has for 38 years mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's you know and it's true and no what? no guarantees yeah. if I stop working it's not done you know well i think part of that is, is your frequency and what you're putting out and and you know i, I was when you talked about turning you know left or right i thought about you know one of dr joe vitale's stories where he said he was working at an oil company and he said every day you know he got in his car and he'd go right and there was a you know chain of fast food restaurants and he always frequented it that way but the one day he decided to turn left and he was from ohio and he um was italian and all of a sudden lo and behold to the left was this amazing italian deli with real <laughs> italian in here he was living in texas which so it doesn't sound like a lot but for for an italian living in texas there wasn't a lot of authentic italian food and he said the gentleman made him the most amazing sandwich and he took his menu and when he came back he he looked at the menu he rewrote the menu he photocopied it he printed it out photocopied put it everywhere and he said the next day when he went back to the restaurant it was totally packed with people and the man came out and he was crying and he gave him a hug and he said you did this you know like and he said yeah he said you know it was my way of saying thank you to him and he said you know over the course he said not only did this gentleman you know make his food for free for a year uh, when it came time uh, to to this gentleman was moving and it happened synchronistically that Joe was looking for a house he said you know what I want you to have my house and he gave them the house 
You said, I built this house. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of love that went into it. So, you know, you never know when you, you give something to somebody else, you know, where it's going to end up, how it's going to transform or transmute. But I think the biggest takeaway is, you know, to keep your vibration high. You know, you do something with no expectations, you know, even even with you getting up and doing the work that you do, you know, you can set some goals, but you really don't know how it's going to work out. But, you know, you don't sit there and go, oh, well, you know, I <laughs> can't make this work. You know, I'm going to quit. I'm going to, you know, do something else. You work through a lot of True. things. And I think one of the, the tools that you speak about and really are passionate about is, is personal alchemy. And I know you just did a, a Angel Life Journal on alchemy, and I'd love for you to, to talk about that a little bit so people would, you know, can kind of understand how something uh, can help you transmute and really transform where you are energetically, frequency-wise, vibration-wise, to, to really make your day better and better. Sure. I mean, your day, and thank you so much for that. I mean, your day is what you make it. I, we all know that. We've heard the cliches. Um, you, you, life is what you, what you make it. Uh, and again, it's, this, it's getting up in the morning and curating uh, the day that you want. It, number one, it's, work, it's, it's getting a decent sleep <laughs> that night, decent rest, mm-hmm. uh, which is incredibly important. And waking up and having a purpose first thing in the morning uh, as I told you, I go to starting. I used to walk every day for like three years. I would get up and I take I walk two and a half three miles. Then I started going to uh, when my girlfriend's horse um, was suffering from some illness a year ago. I started going to the barn with her every single day, and I've come to uh, enjoy that very much. It's been very, it's very it's a very cathartic experience, and it plus it has a beginning and an end. <laughs> you know, when the stall is clean, it's clean, right? Uh, when the aisle is clean, it's clean. When the, when, the, when, the, when the grass, three acres of grass are mowed, it's mowed. You can look at it and go, hey, that was really cool. Um, and when the weed eating and the other stuff, the upkeep, um, something needs to be fixed, the feeder bin needs to be changed, blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, it, 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 there's a purpose to my day, it, to the first 45 minutes to an hour of my day. There's a purpose. I liked that, whether it was walking some people can go to the gym. Some people can do it. Have a purpose first thing in the morning, something you choose, you choose that resonates with you. Um, it, it, it shouldn't be something that you hate <laughs> to do. That doesn't make any sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I came to love walking. I would listen to uh, Peter Sterling, uh, I think who you turned me on to, Peter Sterling, uh, while I walk. And because the music is so angelic it is amazing and i practice my breathing you know deep breathing when i'm walking make a purpose set a purpose if you're going to walk have a purpose for walking have something that you listen to that enlightens you because enlightenment is the highest frequency you can vibrate at uh and or 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 something that makes you happy you know that another high frequency something that brings you joy um, do that first thing in the morning. The biggest concern I have uh, for people in, in, this, in this world is that the first thing they get up and do in the morning is something they don't like. That mm-hmm. sets the tone for a day that isn't, you know, that, that you're, frequent, you're starting out with a low frequency, number one. Uh, hate or anger or despair or um, starting out in stress. That, those are lower frequencies you don't want to experience. So you have to design your day around something from the very beginning that brings you joy. And in doing so, set the tone of your frequency, a frequency that you can then work throughout the day through the process of alchemy, uh, transmutation. When something, uh, you butt up against something, your joy butts up against something that is uh, a feeling um, that isn't joyful, uh, when something happens and that joy kind of dissipates temporarily, when you maintain situa- situational awareness uh, of remain situationally aware, I should say, of your joyful state, and then something comes along that's, uh, that, that you deem greater than that state and that state goes away uh, and you lower your frequency down into you know, worry or fear or frustration or anger 
um, you know, Allah, you're, you did this wonderful walk in the morning. Now you've gotten in the car, you got to drive for an hour to work and there are, and it's crowded and, you know, the, 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 you're dealing with a congested freeway and you allow your outer circumstances to therefore just, just destroy what you built from the very beginning of the day, the frequency of, of happiness and joy. Uh, and um, you have to be mindful of the fact that it, the initial response to something that occurs doesn't have to be your response. You have the right as a sovereign being to change it to say, no, I do not want to feel that today. This is, I, I don't need to react to that. That's something outside of me. That person cut in front of me, wish him well. This person over here stopped too quickly. Hmm, I shouldn't be here. I'm going to be somewhere else. I'm going to take it upon me to not be behind this person because this person is not paying attention. They're not an attentive driver, and I really not, don't want to be around an, an attentive driver. I'm going to keep my attitude and move, move forward, and I'm going to... Uh, vacate that particular area. I'm going to do something. I have choices that I can make. I can control me, the way I think, what my inner conversation is. Uh, I can control how I feel, and I can control my responses and actions to what goes on around me. When, when you remain aware of that, it gives you a lot more control over your frequency because those are the tools you use. Alchemy is nothing more than transformation. So your 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 and transmutation is the the change of from, from one feeling to the next. You are using alchemy to transmute your feelings. And that's what's going on. Alchemy, and you could, I mean, I've identified, what, 16, 17 different, different uh, um, elements of alchemy that, that I've been using and I believe exist. I've talked about music. I've talked about creativity. Putting on some music, some calm music in the car, that can help keep, the defray any any uh, uh, you from keep you from falling into the lower frequencies. It can bring you joy. Play some music that makes you feel good. Um, you can uh, basically listen to uh, a, an audiobook or uh, a podcast like this one or um, Life Moves or any of the other podcasts out there that can that can help you move forward in your life. Yes, they're inspirational and motivational. Something that, that uh, helps you remain connected to the higher frequencies, love, joy. Perhaps it's a, a romance novel that you're listening to. It, whatever it, it, it could be, curate the things around your day. And when you get to work, you don't have to fall for the banana and the tailpipe. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to, <laughs> to fall into... <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to fall into the other people's drama. You don't have to fall into their, uh, into their uh, um, negativity. You can practice detached involvement if you get caught in a, in a bind where somebody's got you cornered and they're talking about some ridiculous thing that happened to them that is dramatic in nature. It doesn't have anything to do with their health. It's just they're, they're talking about some drama that, that's occurred in some movie or some TV sh- things, that, you know, or you, things that don't really make any difference to anybody but that particular person. They, they, that person could forget about that five minutes later and it wouldn't make any difference in their life. I'm not into all of that. I, I know you're not either. Uh, I do watch movies that leave me uplifted. And it's a matter of curating high frequency into your day and negating through um, performing the elements of al- alchemy necessary when, when you, um, somebody does something to you or um, to you directly. Um, I'm kind of getting, this thing is kind of, what I do is so involved and so layered, I'll just, I'll kind of try, I tend to keep it as simple as possible. In my book, Zero Adversity, I outline something very simple. There are only two kinds of events that happen to you, direct events and indirect events. And what you want to do is the direct events happen to you directly. Um, when I give my seminars, I talk about, I, I give this example. If I were to walk off the stage and come down there and slap you, that would be a direct uh, adversity for you because I did it directly to you. To everybody else in the room, it's an indirect adversity, right? An mm-hmm. indirect situation. And so the bottom line here is to be able to manage the indirect you have so much control over the indirect, and that's 90%, 95% of what you experience in your day 
is happening to someone else, either in your office, at your house, on the other side of the world, on another planet. It's happening somewhere else. And our, our issue that we deal with on a daily basis is how do we manage the flow of these indirect events? How do we manage them? How do we respond to them? And the simple response that I offered in the, uh, in the book, I'm paraphrasing it because it's a little bit more uh, involved yet practical, is that you respond positively, successfully. A successful response will maintain a higher frequency, the higher frequency that you, where you want to be. And that successful response you know is successful because you feel good after it. When somebody, when you drive by somebody and they're on the side of the road with a flat tire and they, uh, you know, if, if, a, if, a, if a woman is, is on the side of the road or an older person, somebody you know that, that's having some stress and some trouble dealing with it is, you can drive by them or you can stop and you can assist. Mm-hmm. Stopping by and assisting will make you feel awesome because you're giving, you're being of service to someone. Driving by doesn't make you feel good. You will second guess yourself. Later in the day, at some particular point, if not once or twice, you're going, I should have stopped. I should have really stopped. That person did really look like they were. Avoid that, that conundrum of being there with the if I could have, should have, would have, and simply make the successful move right off the bat. That is what I'm saying. Now, if there's already a tow truck there, then then stopping is ridiculous. It doesn't do anything for anyone. And so the successful move is just to keep going because they already have help. This is how micromanaging of my day, actually. This is how I'm actually micromanaging my day. And, 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 and you do it enough, it becomes rote. You, you look at things and you go, what, what, how, how much control do I have over that? None, let it go. How much control do I have over this? I'll, every, I, then I, if I have control, I deal with it. I, I make, a, make a move, take action, respond to it, whatever. You know, someone's crying. Go up to them and, and, and soothe them. Find out what's going on. Sometimes there's people out there who stand on street corners and give hugs to people. I'm so okay. in admiration of these people um, because people need hugs. That, whatever that person may be, you've got to ask them, hey, are you okay? Are you going to be fine? Tell, you want to need somebody to talk to. And not because I want to get involved with or give them a solution to whatever's going on. Some people just need to, as my mother said, some people just need, to, need, a, need somebody to listen. That was problem with marriage number yeah. two. <laughs> I was married to somebody who had so much drama going on and turned everything into drama. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm running around like, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm attempting, I'm a, I'm a person who likes to be of, of service and of help to people. And in, a, in the context of relationship, because we have, you know, whether it's a friendship or an intimate partnership or whatever, an intimate relationship, marriage, whatever, you, you <clears throat> I was, it was such the antithesis of me that I realized a year in that <clears throat> I'm somebody who doesn't get caught up in the, the stuff, the nuances. I don't extrapolate out all the, poss- the bad possibilities that can occur from something you know there it's something that i talk about in my podcast too is that we sometimes we have a tendency to extrapolate we this happens to us and then we we extrapolate out all the possibilities negative possibilities that can occur from this one thing happening right and 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 Mm -hmm. those things aren't even real but we're still thinking what this could happen that could happen this could happen and you're like wait a minute hold on a second i've taken myself down this road that doesn't exist. And we have to understand that we are, as human beings, manifestors. We're manifestors. We manifest our, our, uh, through our thoughts and our feelings. And so when we extrapolate, we're actually lowering our frequency and we're manifesting that lower frequency, uh, at least validation of it, out there in the world uh, in circumstances that we're involved in. So I um, focus more on what I can directly control and really let the other stuff fall away. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's really the, the, one of the keys to keeping your frequency high. There are a lot of different ways to do it. Um, and you just, you know, as listeners, you just have to find the way that works for you. Uh, learn about them uh, through this podcast and through 
my podcast. My books are diversity; it's only sixty-six pages, but it's man, it's it's potent and powerful, and it's, it's a great listen too because I created an audio book out of it. Uh, and it's we just have to learn how to respond to things in life in a positive way. We do that, mm-hmm. and guess what? Everything's going to be just fine. It's it's this is focus on what you can control, which is really only your own thoughts, words, feelings, and actions, and let everything else fall by the wayside. It's not meant for you to to, to deal with, right? Right. Uh, and oh, you know, absolutely. And you know, Michael, when you're you're talking, sometimes your words become so hypnotic, and I find myself kind of like flowing. Like I, I you know, if I detach from my my physical being, and I'm a spirit flowing, <laughs> and all I could think of was, you know, it, you know, Michael's talking about this dance of life, and then, and then as you were speaking, I thought, yeah, you know what? Some people really enjoy slam dancing. It would be my thing. You know, some people yeah. enjoy a tango or. Mm-hmm. A waltz, um, you know, some people really love the, nice. the jitterbug, the, you know, the fast pace, but none of it's wrong. You know, what, you know, when you have mm-hmm. things that happen in your life, you know, what's good is, is perfect, what is bad is equally perfect. You know, there's something to, um, you know, and, and as you were talking, I was thinking about that resonance, you know, how, you know, when you sort of find your tribe, you find people that support you, and, and maybe it's an affirmation that you put up, you see every every morning, um, that that puts you into that space. We talked uh, several episodes about Tim Freak and his wow word, you know, what word is it that sort of takes you out of that moment, you know, instead of getting, sitting by the water cooler and, and getting taken downstream into a, a place that you, you don't want to, you just, you know, maybe it's just like, wow, I got to get a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I got to walk outside right now. Uh, I'll see you guys yeah, after, you do. after break. And, you know, you have to know what's what's sort of right for you. And, and discernment, you know, that, that has always been something when I, when I heard that word discernment. And I used to, in meditation, I used to ask for discernment. The, I wanted to know in my heart, you know, what was good for me and what was bad. And the ability to discern between the two. Because some things, you know, it's easy to go along with. You know, like okay, you know, come out. We're gonna we're gonna go to a slam dance tonight, and you know, they're not gonna really tell you that you're gonna be feel pretty beat up the next day. <laughs> you know, your body's sore, and you think, wow, you know, I just wanted to go with the flow of everything, but not having the wisdom to say, you know what, um, you know, I think I'll pass. You know, I'd love to hear about it tomorrow. You know, it's nothing, nothing to that really is in resonance with me. But, you know, I think that's sort of like the, the joy of simply being. You know, you allow yourself that. You find the things, you know, one of the things that years ago, um, I think it was through um, Glenn, founder of Vibrant Living Network, uh, you know, I heard, you know, he would say, every day in every way I'm getting better and better. And that was Emil Cooley who, you know, utilized that with, different individuals, you know, just sort of mm-hmm. change their thinking. And he found that by simply praising a patient, he could change the effectiveness of a medicine. And you think about that. True. So, you know, he's putting that vibration, he's putting that frequency into that. And, you know, and so I would encourage our, our listeners to sort of, you know, find your own rhythm, find your own frequency, find what works best for you. And, Really, um, just know, you know, ask for discernment. Ask, you know, this is my truth. You know, I, I just know that I feel better when I do X, Y, Z or when I eat, the, you know, more fruits and vegetables or I stay away from, uh, exactly. you know, negative television shows at night. Whatever that is, you, you know, you start to refine that. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I find it. it so empowering. And, and, you know, like I said, so if I seem like I'm, tuned out a little bit here i am i'm swaying with the words, the words that you're sharing because they're just so, so profound there's, so. there's what what you said that was so profound um that i love about this is that yes you're you're you were talking about curation you're that's what you, you find out find out about you what makes you happy what makes you joyful do more of that build your life around that and um, and it's a it's a constant um, uh, process of of, uh, of of doing things, 
uh, making attempts at things. And um, the second thing that came to mind was a song uh, by Billy Preston called uh, Will It Go Round in Circles? I don't know if you're familiar ah. with that. There's a, there's a line there's a line in that song uh, about I got to dance and ain't got no steps. I let the music move me around. <laughs> That's me to a T. I, I don't, I, I don't want to get so, so into uh, order of things, you know, ordering, creating order in my life. I want to I move around. I want to let life move me around. Wherever I need to be, that's where I want to be. That's wonderful. <laughs> I wonderful. Love it and that's also the way I dance. I don't, I don't oh, have the ability great. to do line dancing and everything else. I just let the music move me around, whatever, whatever uh, you know, whatever I'm feeling at that time, based on the rhythm. So, uh, and you got you can deal with life that way too. Well, that's great. Well, and here we are at the the end of our show, and, and I just want to <laughs> again thank you, uh, you know, so much for for the time and for all of the wisdom that you share. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to to you know thanking you know thank each of you who join us here on PRNFM. I'm looking forward to another episode, and I'll let you sign off. Well, uh, I have to remind people yet again the little the business of it. This is really interesting stuff that we're talking about. And I, if you want to share it with someone, if you want to relive it, uh, which can be helpful because there's a lot of treasure in what we're um, talking about, and you've got to find the treasure in what, we, uh, in what we discuss that actually enriches your life right now in this moment. It's not about you doing everything. It's about picking and choosing things that help you improve your conscious awareness, elevate your frequency here right now. And you can do that by going to Connect to Love, the podcast. Connect, number two, love, L-O-V-E, the word love. So do that, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.